Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4, episode 267 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, studying in Isaiah chapters 58 to 66 in the week of October the 3rd to October the 9th. And today we're going to begin looking at the principle of the Lord shall be unto thee an everlasting light in Isaiah 60 and 62. So we'll start in Isaiah 60 and we'll probably get to cover 62 as well. Um, just want to share the, uh, the section from the Come Follow Me manual. It says... Uh, quotes, Isaiah 60 and 62 speak of light and dark, eyes and seeing, to teach about how the gospel of Jesus Christ will bless the world in the last days. Look for these uh, concepts, especially in Isaiah 61 to 5, 19 to 20, and 62, 1 to 2. Ponder how God is gathering his children out of darkness to his light. What is your role in this work? Close quote. We've been taught often about the principle of the gathering of Israel. And how, uh, as as a church, it is our divinely given role in this the last days to gather Israel, uh, and we read it, and we've read that a number of times in Isaiah about the Gentiles carrying forth the people out of darkness, about uh, the kings and queens being their their nursing uh, fathers and mothers, uh, and various things like that. And here we have some more explanation of how in the last days light will be given. Um, to the earth and well we'll see again how in Isaiah 60 it talks about this in uh, Isaiah 60 verse 1 it says arise shine for thy light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee so this idea that there is darkness uh, and there is a loss of light uh, in the world but the light is coming is reappearing the glory of the Lord is returning uh, and the Israel is being told to be ready for it in verse 2 it says, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall rise, arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. This analogy of the Lord being like the sun is, uh, is a very good one. Um, every, uh, a lot of the um, characteristics of the sun, its light, its warmth, the uh, comfort it brings people, the hope it brings people, that it will rise again the next day in the east, as it does every day. It's consistent. Uh, many other things, life it offers on uh, on the earth, um, is all linked to the Saviour. Uh, Carl W. Buerner said this, quote, Think that we experience going through life and what it means to us. It has been said that we have the right to exercise our own free agency. I trust that this experience will enable us to select the things that will be constructive and that will bring us nearer to the Lord. It is said in the scriptures that the earth was covered in darkness and gross darkness covered the minds of the people. I am grateful for that day when the light came from heaven again and the gospel was restored. Think of the advantages that men have now in this great laboratory to seek out the truth and get together those ingredients that will help us gain a testimony of the divinity of this great work. Close quote. Um, the, the life on earth can be very dark at times and difficult to know which way we should go. But we only need to look heavenward and look upward and the light is there uh, and it will help us. And it was brought again to the earth as as suggested uh, in verse 3. It says, And the Gentiles shall come to thy light and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. 
Lift up thine eyes round about and see, all they gather themselves together, they come to thee. Thy son shall come from far, and thy daughter shall be nursed at thy side. So again, we see this principle that the in the last days, when the light is restored to the earth, it will be the Gentiles that come first this time. And the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Um, this time, the Gentiles shall come and gather the Jews, rather than the Jews coming first last time, and then the Gentiles being gathered afterwards. Um, it is a important principle that we know that this is the Lord's work, that he is directing it and guiding it, and it is his light uh, that makes it possible to have success in this work as well. In verse 5 it says, uh, Then thou shalt see and flow together, and thine heart shall fear and be enlarged, because of the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. So just again, um, the the fact that it is um, the Gentiles, it is us, you know, anyone listening to this podcast is very likely, it, you know, in terms of birth, uh, you know, and descendancy, a Gentile. Uh, and it is through that gospel um, that has been restored that the gathering of Israel is now taking place and is being a real focus right now as well. President Nelson has spoken often, as we know, about the importance of Israel, the, the gathering of Israel, um, and how that helps us to allow God prevail in our lives. Continuing on in verses 19 and 20, it says, The Lord shall no more, um, thy, the sun shall be no more thy light by day, neither for brightness until shall the moon give light unto thee, but the Lord shall be unto thee an everlasting light, and thy God thy glory. Thy sun shall no more go down, neither shall thy moon withdraw itself. For the Lord shall be thine everlasting light, and the days of thy mourning shall be ended. Um, again, reminding us that whilst there are many um, comparisons and analogies and similarities between the Lord and the sun, and the light that is given across the earth because of this, um, one thing that is not the same is that the sun shall not go down. When the Lord returns again, his um, reign upon the earth shall be everlasting. Uh, and it will be the end of this earth, ultimately, um, in a good way. <laughs> the, the work on this earth shall be done. Uh, and all those that have lived on it will be able to continue forward in the, into their eternities, uh, showered in the lights of the Lord. Um, especially as we will be able to receive the blessings of the resurrection uh, and, and other many things like that. Uh, so to know that, that there is hope that the sun will shall no more go down is a beautiful thing. Um, and in verse 22, it just talks about, and I wanted to share this, how the Lord will hasten the work in his time. It says, a little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, shall, will hasten it in, its, in his time. So, a reminder that he is all-powerful and that he can help us if we are that little one. Um, he can support and give us the strength as nations to overcome things. Uh, and that it is his work that this gathering... And whilst we need to put our best efforts forward, we need to trust that uh, and place in his hands um, all that he can do for it to help him move forward. Um, Joseph Fielding Smith, uh, President Joseph Fielding Smith said, quote, Remember that it is the gift of God to man, that it is his power and his guiding influence that have accomplished what we see has been accomplished. It has not been done by the wisdom of man. They are instruments in the Lord's hands in accomplishing his purposes, and we should not deny that they are such. We should honour them. 
But when we undertake to give them the honour for accomplishing this work, who take and take the honour from the Lord, who qualified the men to do the work, we are doing injustice to our Heavenly Father. Um, he will cut his work short in righteousness and will hasten his purposes in his own time. It is only necessary to try with our might to keep pace with the onward progress of the work of the Lord. Then he will preserve and protect us and will prepare the way before us. Close quote. A beautiful example of this is when you look at the work that is being done today um, across the entire church. And if, uh, one of the things we make mention of often is temples. And I, I saw a chart recently uh, which was astounding at just how rapidly, you know, in the past few decades or so, the work on temples has, has progressed. But we can, you know, we can honour people, you know, presence of the church, for like President Gordon B. Hinckley and others, uh, who uh, perhaps were part of that uh, work moving forward at such a pace. But remember that it is th through the Lord and through his revelation and through the blessings that the church has now in being able to fi financially do such things as well um, that these things are able to come to pass another great example of course is the work that's linked to temples in family history think about how well how the number of the percentage of people that were engaging in family history work was very small particularly when it was uh, only in family history centers and you had to work your way through the microfiches and things like that but now Whilst I'm sure that we can do better, I certainly can do better. I, I, I was doing very well with family history work and then it's kind of slowed a bit. Um, but um, the work that, is, that has progressed because of the, of the digitization of records and all these other things like that, um, it's the Lord's hand guiding this work and pr progressing it faster in these, in these um, penultimate days. So, um, yeah, I just think that it's a wonderful reminder of that to us. Thank you so much uh, for listening today. I didn't expect that uh, Chapter 60 would take an entire episode, but it has. So we'll conclude Chapter 62 uh, tomorrow and then finish the final principle on uh, Sunday. So thank you so much for sharing your time with us. And until we meet again.